The kakadu plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The Coin Bureau podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. I think it's really important for people to remember that the really important things in life are things like, you know, our family our friends. You know, crypto is amazing, but it should it should never come before your family, before your friends, before taking, you know, the things that are really important. Welcome to the Coin Bureau podcast, everyone. My name is Guy, and I am joined as ever by my faithful, long serving, and long suffering friend, Mad Mike Mooch. We are again recording remotely. Uh, me from uh, Dubai once more. I'm, uh, I'm in London, uh, old grey London, uh, and you're in, in sunny Dubai. Dubai. That's Dubai. how you say it. That's how Terry. Terry Tibbs said it, and that's how I like to say, go to Dubai. 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 Terry Terry Tibbs knew what he was talking about. Mm. Um, You've had a busy week. 
I have had a busy week. Yeah, I have. I was. I had a busy weekend actually. I was. I went to a. Um, I went to an event, a Binance event at the Burj. Was, well, sort of looking onto the Burj, uh, and um, it was to celebrate uh, uh, Binance launching a, uh, a regulated exchange in Dubai. Dubai. And um, and it was yeah, it was it was pretty cool. There was a big old light show. There was a swanky sort of meet and greet with lots of important people there and well and some unimportant people there as well um like myself and uh it was it was great met lots of interesting people and highlighted the evening i got to not only meet uh but also chat with cz the uh, the ceo of finance or, or i think cz as he's referred CZ. to in the UK. <laughs> none of this z pronunciation no, z um yeah and yeah obviously cz is binance ceo one of the most well-known recognizable uh, and let's let's not mince words richest people in crypto cha-ching and uh, yeah and then some and i have to say he was lovely he was a very nice chap very unassuming very modest very down to earth you know there was no there was no kind of a, big dick billionaire energy sort of coming off him. Uh, he just, yeah, he just seemed like a guy on a mission who was very much enjoying himself, I think. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was really cool. And um, I got to Yeah, I sort of chatted with him a bit about Dubai and about Binance, obviously. Uh, and I also got to ask him a bit about what it was like being him because this is something that's always, you know, I've always wondered because I, I often think like being the CEO of a crypto exchange must be one of the most like, on the one hand, rewarding jobs uh, in kind of every sense of the word. And in the on the other hand, stressful jobs of all time, because there's just, yeah. you know, constantly stuff happening, st you know, having to deal with stuff. And it's one of these things, isn't it? Like the bigger, you know, the bigger the organization gets, the more the more eyes the more scrutiny yeah and just the more things to deal with the more people wanting stuff you know and it's um so, but i mean again you know he seemed cz seemed very sort of calm he didn't you know he didn't didn't seem like someone um who was you know sort of meeting dozens and dozens of people a day and having to keep so many plates spinning or balls in the air or whatever metaphor you want to use and um yeah, it was great. And uh, I mean, he, he had some interesting insights. He said uh, he's, he's basically he basically uh, now practices sort of five minute meetings, um, which I thought was pretty good. You know, none of this sort of preamble. It's just get it done. Five minutes right out the door. Off we go. Next thing. Um, and he did reassure me that he manages to chill as well, you know, get some, get some sort of time off. Um, he's a billionaire. Of course, he's of, of course, he's managed to chill. Well, yeah, you say that, but I mean, again, I think... He doesn't have to come home and do the laundry. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't have yeah. to come home and go, oh, what, what am I going to cook? Uh, oh, yeah, my cook will do that. I'm a billionaire. Um, and he, he's just re he's reduced all his meetings down to five minutes. So it's kind of like, I'm assuming that's in his personal wife as well. So it's like, speak to his wife. You've got five minutes. Done. Yeah, five minutes. <laughs> just cuts her off right that's it yeah that's Nothing it more. Thank cool. you. um yeah I, well you're right but i mean i often think like the, the richer someone gets the more the more demands there are on their time surely you know and i'm and, being silly obviously but 
much. But uh, no, I he um yeah, I, I think he I, I think you're right though. Because at some point you go, hang on a sec, I'm a billionaire. I don't have to do I'm no, I'm no. going to the beach or I'm taking the private. I'm buying a beach. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and build a space rocket for a, a little bit. Um, yeah, have you? That's why I want to know. How does he fritter his money? Because I, 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 how people spend their disposable income and 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 you know waste it to to a degree is always an indication of the type of human being that they are. Do you know what I mean? And I want to know what does he do with you know like how does he enjoy spending money or how does he what 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 is his outlet for it is he got uh you know does he like to gamble is he like a, a like does he collect handbags is he a warhammer enthusiast i want to know these things and i don't think you asked those questions <laughs> i didn't ask those questions i didn't feel it was the time or place to ask him if he was a gambler or a collector of handbags but mm. do you know what mikey you're right like, what are your ultramarine collections like <laughs> in warhammer 3000 or whatever well do you know what like the worry the worry in that sort of situation is that you ask someone a question like that you know kind of tongue-in-cheek and it then turns out they're a massive warhammer fan or something and you get stuck <laughs> in the discussion about warhammer. and i mean i know i know nothing about warhammer but do you know what mikey next time i get the opportunity to speak to someone like that you know to speak to someone at that kind of level of wealth uh, mm. which i hope i will um i will i will try and I will try and ask that question in a in a slightly more nuanced way. You know, how do you or, how do you or, money away? Or what you could do is just put them on the spot and just say, "Hey, look, I need a million dollars. I've got a very very sick puppy, and it's a, this he needs an operation that's it's going to cost a million dollars. Can I can I borrow that off you? And in front of everyone, mm -hmm. he's going to have like be like, yeah, cool, or or no, just just make." Yeah. This is why people don't ask me to interview them, I think. This is why you get interviews with, with CZ and, and I'm I'm interviewing you. It's, you've got the you've just got the scraps from CZ's table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't get to interview CZ, but I did get to speak to Guy, who yeah. has spoken to CZ, so I can get it yeah. all uh, second hand. Um yeah. Yeah, no. Um, well, perhaps you're just perhaps you're just too direct for your own good, Mikey. You need, May you be. need that nuance. You need to be able to. Yeah. They can't handle the scrutiny of my interviews. I ask the tough yeah. questions. You're the sort of Jeremy Paxman of the space, <laughs> yeah. uh, Grand Inquisitor. Um, anyhow, I was yes. I was very conscious at the end of last week's episode, Mikey, that I'd kind of bummed you out a little bit with all my sort of talk about post-merge problems for Ethereum and the crypto market in general, and just the world in general. Um, mm. you, you were, I, I felt by the end that I'd managed to bleed a lot of the enthusiasm out of you. Well, I'd for forgotten life. about it until you just brought it up right now. Um, so <laughs> thanks again for bringing that darkness back into my psyche. <sighs> Look, I'm just, I'm relying on your goldfish-like attention span. You know, you'll, have forgot, you'll have forgotten in about five minutes' time. What was that? Oh, it's yeah, my, 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 my acute ADHD. Um, what, what are you going to cheer me up with this week? What have we got? What are we talking about? Well, I thought we'd, I, I thought we'd take a little bit of a, a, a different direction this week. Um, there is a, now, uh, as, as I've said many times before, and as I'm sure you're aware as well, 
crypto Twitter is kind of is you know is is the big sort of meeting spot town square or whatever they call it for the crypto industry and you know this it's it's kind of central to i guess the agenda of the crypto industry in a way you know if you want to if you want to have an idea of what's going on in crypto you need to be on crypto twitter yeah okay now the problem is there there's kind of there's a, there's a few problems with this, basically. Um, one, crypto Twitter is like a lot of other places at Twitter. It's, uh, you know, it, it can be an absolute cesspool sometimes. Um, people going out of their way to be their very worst selves. Uh, so there is that. So there is, you know, that kind of downside to it. Although, it has to be said, there are lots of very cool and, you know, very smart and very opinionated people there. Um, but sometimes it does descend into a bit of a... Um, uh, you know, it all gets mudslinging much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And of course, Twitter itself, the app, um, I don't know, I don't know if you find this in comedy Twitter or, or whatever other sort of incarnations of Twitter that you're on. Um, but the app itself is so full of bots and spam at the moment that it can be it can be almost unusable at times. I think this may be a problem that's particularly acute to crypto. But I, I mean, how do you find using Twitter these days? Um, well, I, I uh, no one no one engages with me. It's just like shouting into a, an empty room, really. Uh, but I think no, I think I think you're on on uh, on 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 accounts such as yours, where there are people who are looking to it all the time for you know for for um updates and, and news and stuff like that you are going to be targeted by the bots which are definitely only five percent uh and of twitter oh, yeah. <laughs> and definitely oh, yeah. not not more than than that um then uh then yeah you're gonna you're gonna get get stuff like that all the time um, and i suppose it's 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 a testament to your success really uh, if you don't have a load of bots after you no one gives a crap about what you say <laughs> That's that is the price of success. You can either be you can either mm. be ignored, or you can just be botted and spammed into into oblivion. There there, there is no mm. middle ground. Yeah, um, yep. yeah. No, it's you're 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 right in in a lot of ways there. You know, and and obviously it's anyone with a anyone with a sort of largest following on on Twitter. I think probably experiences this in one way or another but yeah crypto twitter i think is is can be particularly bad from a sort of botting and spamming point of view obviously because of the associations that uh, that the crypto industry has how uh, i i was going to ask you about i was going to talk about the pound as well but i think i i think we'd just better not go there had we it's just it's just we don't want to start depressing ourselves again yeah but yeah, so anyhow, crypto Twitter. Now, I follow obviously a lot of people on crypto Twitter, a lot, a lot of different accounts. But one of my absolute favorites, and one that I, I think one of the few that I religiously look at every day, is one called Coinfessions. Um, and it is, according to its own bio, anonymous crypto confessions. And it's curated by another account called Illustrate Alpha, uh, which is kind mm. of a trading, uh, more of a kind of trading focused account. Um, so uh, for anyone interested, at Coinfessions is the handle of this particular channel. Now, it does very much what it says on the tin, anonymous crypto confessions. So this is a place where people go and, uh, you know, they, they, con they confess, uh, they talk about things um, that they talk about their experiences in crypto uh, that they wouldn't normally 
you know, they wouldn't share with the wider world. Um, and obviously, as I say, they're anonymous as well. It's, you might be, I, I don't know, you might be familiar. I think there's a, there's a sort of more mainstream one on Twitter called Fesshole. Fesshole. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. There's a, there's a few like that. There's a, there's Fesshole. Um, but yeah, over to coin fashions. There's loads of these on the, on, on the internet and some of them are hilarious. I, I always wonder about the, the validity and the, 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 the you know, origin of these is it one guy making these up some of them are so detailed and it's so 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 niched that you kind of think oh maybe maybe they are maybe they are real yeah yeah it's it's an interesting point because yeah i like i say i i i check this account every day and obviously it pops up in my feed all the time but um yeah you do sometimes think god that Nah, can that really be true or is that you know is that someone is that someone sort of just kind of saying what they think and all this sort of stuff but um yeah uh, yeah it's 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 people it, it's 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 certainly moderated um uh coin fashions i think probably things like fesshole and stuff are as well but um yeah i think uh the the, the moderators of coin fashions seem to have i think a pretty good eye for um you know for for the for the fake stuff as well but um that said yeah. you know i think we have to treat everything that uh, that we see on it with with a pinch of salt uh, if not more, but um, do you know what? It, it's something that I, I, the reason that I like it, there are kind of a few reasons why I like it. I mean, sometimes it's just outright funny. I have to be honest with you. Sometimes it's just outright bleak as well. Some of them are really, ugh, you know, a bit, a bit distressing, but it's, I find it a really kind of helpful dose of reality sometimes. Um, mm. Because I'm, I think I'm like most people in that when, you know, when you get stuck on Twitter and you just find that time has evaporated and you've been on there an hour or something and you only went on to check and you're sudden, you suddenly just immersed yourself far too much in this world. And uh, I, I find coin fashions can sort of help drag you out of it sometimes. And especially when, you know, it's perhaps most pertinent. when It is it is your Narcan to to the, the, the Twitter fentanyl world. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so I do find it a good sort of dose of reality. It's it's particularly good when you know when markets are pumping, when everyone's you know when there's too much kind of irrational exuberance around, um, and everyone's kind of losing their mind a little bit. The coin fashions is good for kind of dragging you back to earth. But um, anyhow, like I, I've been kind of I, I was scrolling through it because I thought we 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 could touch on some today, and I thought actually some of these are. I think there's a lot that we can learn from them. I think there's a few lessons that mm. we can take from some of these. And, you know, as well as as well as sort of a bit of comic relief in places, um, I think I think, yeah, we can we can definitely take some take some good L's from some of these. So I thought we'd just go through uh, a few um, and uh, yeah, and see what see what we can learn. What do you reckon? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do it. I like I like stories, and these are all little mini two hundred and eighty um, captions. Or what's it? Two hundred and eighty characters. Characters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Miniature, miniature but, stories. Yeah. This, the the um uh, the way they do it, they do it with a they do it with a sort of um, obviously the tweet itself is limited in characters, so the tweet will generally be a little you know a, a summation. Oh, of hang on. Is this longer than two hundred and eighty? I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but they post them in a you know in a picture box kind of written out in a picture yeah, box yeah. so but yeah the um the accompanying tweet is usually sort of a very pithy uh you know a very pithy roundup of the tweet itself anyhow i just sort of went back in went back in time starting with some of the most recent and then you know back to a few from earlier this year um and i thought we'd just yeah go through and 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 see what see see what we can learn from them so this uh this is from one day ago uh my buddy had his entire wallet and NFT collection stolen via a fraudulent minting contract. He was super downbeat as it was a lot of money and watched as the scammer began listing his NFTs on marketplaces. Then a creator oh. of one of the NFT projects he'd bought into purchased a bunch of the lost NFTs and returned them to my friend, throwing in an additional free one for good measure. It makes me feel so much better about this space, knowing that there are good people building and trying to do the right things. Uh, that's that's a lovely story, man. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? There's a lot to take from that, though. I think there's 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 a lot contained in that. Um, and I think, firstly, yeah, it's absolutely right. There are, I think, I, I think there are the majority of people in crypto are good intentioned. They are they're there for the right reasons, and they want to make the world a better place. And you know, people building these NFT projects or these other crypto projects, coins or tokens or or whatever it is, I think the majority of them have have you know are doing it for are doing it to do good. And unfortunately, the fact that there are bad actors out there tends to that obviously tends to hog the headlines. So. For me, it was really nice to be reminded that there are good people out there. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's like the real world, really, isn't it? It's just the real world. It's just a, it's just a, uh, a, a, a section cross cross section of the real world. Um, and yeah, I'd like to know who that guy was, who that that uh, NFT artist was, because I'd like to to go and support them. Things like that are, are lovely, and, and it's kind of like it's like you get sort of. Facebook pages like that, the dodo and stuff, when they just they do nice things, and you end up just crying into your smartphone, mm. thinking about how lovely some people are. It's like when you see those deaf kids, uh, and then they they uh, they get a hearing aid for the first time, and uh, and then they can start hearing. And you see their their eyes just light up, and they you know it's amazing. It's oh, lovely. lovely, lovely. No, it is nice to be. I think because you look at the news so much and you just see, I don't know, the news at the moment, the news all the time just seems to be people being dicks to each other in, in various inventive ways. And it is nice to be reminded that there are good people in the world and that not everyone is not everyone is bad intentioned. It's just uh, mm. you know, just the people in the, people in the news are. Um, yeah. And I think it does say it does have some pertinent stuff to say, you know, to remind us about just unfortunately how many scams there are out there, you know, and, you know, these scams are getting more and more sophisticated and even kind of experienced crypto users are and sometimes even developers are getting almost caught out. I saw a, I saw a really scary Twitter um, Twitter thread a couple of weeks ago uh, from a developer on a crypto project and they were basically uh, targeted by scammers and they, they they laid out in this thread the scammers whole mo and it was so sophisticated and so realistic and this this guy as he was going along you know just he just kind of spotted a couple of things that weren't quite right you know i think there was a spelling mistake mm. in there somewhere and there was something you know something there's something about the tone of one of these people that said, it was a really, really sophisticated attack. 
and this guy mm. was this guy said you know i i only i only escaped it by the skin of my teeth it was just because you know this what these couple of little errors went off and something didn't feel right it's good to be reminded firstly that there are good people in the space who you know who want other people to have a good experience and who want to push back against these these scammers and also it's it serves as a good reminder you know, that scam scammers are unfortunately so prevalent at the moment and the only way that we can be um the only way that we can battle against them is by is by being wise to what they're doing and also you know the good people sticking together as well uh yeah so um i thought that was that was a nice one to start off with a fairly kind of uh, a fairly recent one uh let's go on and now we'll see a few through lines i think through some of these tweets as we go along because uh, this one from a couple of days ago uh or from you know a couple of days from when we're recording this uh so this one also um uh, involves NFTs. Last year, I made around $100,000 just by copying a well-known influencer's NFT picks. Bought my parents a new car, gave money to my brother, helped friends make money the same way, bought brand new stuff for myself, and made three NFT projects, which I've dumped around $20,000 into. All of them failed miserably. I have one ETH left in my MetaMask. Well, I mean, look, that like, there's a lot to be learnt from failure. There's a lot to be learnt from. Uh, look, he, he's still up. He's he made a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. And then he, you know, bought lovely things for himself and his family, and you know, uh, gave his brother some money, and and you know, his parents still have that car. Um, and he's 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 gambled again, or or invested and, and taken another risk uh, on on some projects, and you know he's he's not lost anything. He's he's up still, um, but he, and he's also got the experience of okay, cool. Well, I've I've got uh, burnt with with some some projects that that failed miserably, but I'm sure you've learned some lessons from, or I hope you'd learned some lessons from. From investing twenty thousand into into those NFT projects, and you know, maybe that maybe that you know we're we're in we're in a slump at the moment. Maybe if if you if you hold on to them, and and, and I don't know what those projects are mm. when uh, when when the markets pick up, and and if the idea was good, then then it may become good in the end. You know, you never know. Yeah, yeah. Be positive it's, about it. Absolutely. Like, gain gain some insights from 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 your mistakes, and and that and then therefore don't make those mistakes again. And it's not a mistake; it's a lesson. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, and uh, you know everyone makes mistakes, but it's it's the people who it's the people who make the same mistakes over and over are the ones you know they're mm. the they're the idiots out there. I think uh, yeah, this guy this guy or whoever it is has done has done pretty well. They're they're definitely still up, and I think really for them it's perhaps a, a a question of learning to quit whilst they're ahead, which I think is something that many many people in crypto and elsewhere really struggle with. I think. Uh, because yeah. going through a lot of these, go, looking at a lot of these tweets, it's always staggering. Some, you know, some people it's like, I was up this much, or you know, I, I got to this much, and they just never, you know, so many people never take, never get off the ride, never take profits, um, never quit while they're ahead. So I think that's a, that's a good lesson to learn from that sort of tweet. You know, when you're up. You're up. Don't be you. As as the saying goes, no one ever went broke taking profits. <laughs> um, so, and I think as well, like that, there is that sense. You know, 
I think beware the sense of, oh, that was pretty easy. You know, I'll give it a go. It's like, I think you need to, I think you sometimes need to know your limitations as well. It'd be like, okay, I got lucky on this. This well-known influencer whose NFT picks they, you know, they followed. Mm. Uh, it's like, okay, we've got to, we've got to admit to ourselves that there was luck involved here, uh, perhaps as much as anything else. Uh, don't let's fool ourselves that we can somehow necessarily recreate that. You know, again, quit while quit while we're ahead. Yeah, I mean, but it's easier said than done. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like when when you've got that that uh, that that sort of adrenaline rush, you're kind of like, oh, wicked! I am. You know what? I probably should have been a trader. You know, you've made two. two like you've got lucky. You go. You know, I, I'm really good at this i probably you know what if i if i just you know watch wall for wall street one more time mm -hmm. and figure out what penny stocks are all about i've got this <laughs> absolutely and it's, it's funny you say that because that sort of leads on to the to the uh to the next tweet that i picked out and again this is something that comes up a lot on this channel quote <laughs> i'm a terrible trader just really really bad <laughs> look folks if you're if you're listening to this like that is this is probably one of the most important lessons you can learn in crypto i think it's like do not convince yourself that you are a good trader because the chances are that you're not it's um yeah and again like there are so many tweets uh across coinfessions you know it's like and realize what a bad trader i am or you know i you know trading i try to trade xyz and ended up with diddly squat you know um and it reminds me of something uh, that's often attributed to uh, to socrates along the lines of you know true wisdom only comes when you admit how little you actually know um mm. and uh yeah i think i think if you can come to that realization that you probably aren't the hotshot trader that you might think you are your life will be immeasurably better um because from what i've seen of trading you know it is it is so damn hard and the good traders out there there they are there aren't many of them um but they do exist but you know the, the the really good ones out there they have to it's their whole lives i think you know they have to spend their their whole lives that's what i was going to say it's kind of it's it's one of these things like if you think right i'm going to be a trader uh, and you see someone on Instagram telling you how it's going to be amazing. You do this, and and they're living the 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 life, and you know they they've got they've got all the flashy cars, and they're out in the clubs and stuff like that. They're not a trader. Mm. Like to be really good at something, you have to do a lot of work and a lot of practice to to really understand it. And if you really don't understand what a candle is, and you think you're a good trader, you're you're not. And it, it, you have to like live and breathe it. And, you know, you may be on your, on your, on your exchange app or, or checking the markets every three, four minutes, but that's also not a trader. Like someone who is a trader is they've got screens up. They're stressing about it. They're, 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 they're thinking about what else could be influencing the market. They're second guessing, um, people's like the, the, the hive mind. And that is, it's, it's impossible to do like, and even if you do all of that, and you are you're living and breathing it. Something can come round out of nowhere and just completely nutmeg you, and you're and you're done. Yeah, yeah. And of course, you know, no one can no one can predict the future. There is no 
no amount of technical analysis or you know any other sort of any other sort of macro analysis you know you can be you can read everything and make us look at as many models and charts as you like but you won't see the thing that's you won't spot the unexpected the vault from the blue because mm -hmm. no one does yeah. so yeah you're absolutely right and i think i think one of the reasons why you know trading has become it's such a kind of popular thing and this isn't just this isn't just the case with uh crypto as well you know there are people saying trading stocks and trading currencies and all this sort of stuff you know fiat currencies i think the the perception has been for a lot of people that trading is kind of a, a, oh an easy way to make money it's like oh yeah yeah you know you just buy you just buy when it's low right and then when it goes up yeah that's when you sell and I can do that. I was, I've got it wrong. I was doing it the other way around. Ah, well, you More, see. Ah. Okay. Well, you know, you're, you're already, you're already on your way to becoming a better trader after that. Um, see, now I know. Now I've got the knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. It's no stopping you now. But um, yeah, mm. I think for a lot of people, like it was, it, it, it kind of perceived as an easy way of, of making money. And yeah, it's really not like the good traders out there. They, you know, they are kind of they're switched onto it twenty four seven. It's it's relentless. It's not something uh, that I could do. It's not something I would want to do. Really, you know, it, it doesn't. It's not nearly as fun as it sounds. I think like that. And I think even the really but good to some, no, but to 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 them to the ones who live and breathe it, it probably is. Yeah, that's true. Do you know what I mean? So like, the, like, and if that's what you enjoy and you, you, you get the bug with it and it's like wicked cool, if you're having fun while you're doing it, if it's all encompassing and, 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 you know, it's, it's kind of like what you wake up, you want to do yeah. as long as you know, you're, you're, you're not ruining your life by losing everything you've got and you're, 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 you're doing it within your means and, 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 you know, making good trades and, and learning from bad ones, go for it, but it's not fun to to a lot of people yeah like looking at numbers it's boring it's it's i understand that like if if i understood it and i and i understood the game maybe i'd be into it but even getting to understand the game is too far out of my sort of attention span that i know right cool yeah leave it just copy copy someone else yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or or do something that that's not trading. Yeah, it's. Um, I yeah. think that, that. I mean, that, there's a good rule for life, isn't there? Is that I think at some point in our lives we all come to the realization that we are crap at something. Probably most things. Let's face it. And I think mm. you know, as we both as we both hurtle towards uh, forty years old, you know, I think. It, that's only going to increase you know you're only going to become aware of how crap you are at more and more things and i think for me it's i find that quite liberating in a way because it doesn't mean that you can't necessarily enjoy something you can still be crap at it and mm. enjoy something but i think i think having that realization that you are indeed crap at it i think that's an important stage for anyone to go through and i mean it's something that yeah. i've been self self-awareness is 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 a really really important trait to, to to develop because if you if you are are living your life thinking you're something you're not it's it's just setting yourself up for failure and yeah. people are people are aware you may not be but other people will be <laughs> and eventually they'll tell you if you're lucky 
Um, if you're lucky, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll just let you blunder on. I I came to the realization, you know, two or three years ago, that I was really not very good at poker at all. You know, but I I enjoy playing it, and I occasionally have a bit of luck. But I'm really I, I'm I'm not good at the game. I don't have the skill for it. Mm. And I was thinking, ah, oh, you know, I wish I wish someone had told me that. And then, I, of course, I realized that I had been told that because people were always quite willing to play poker with me. And I was like, ah, of course. <laughs> I'll play with you, guy. Yeah. <laughs> we, could, we, could play, we could play right now if you'd like, guy. <laughs> yeah. People are telling you you're just not listening. You're not yeah. hearing the message. It may yeah. not be telegraphed to you with, you are terrible at poker. But it's like, hey, should we play for something a little bit? Should we make this a little bit more interesting this this uh, this week, guy. Shall we? Shall, shall we up the ante? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's true. I, but um, yeah. Anyhow, going back to the tweet. I, yeah, I'm a terrible. I'm a terrible trader. Just really, really bad. There is there is an instructive one for sure. And uh, again, like there are so many coin fashions entries like that. You know, just uh, on the theme of how bad pe most people are at trading. Mm. So. Um, Bear that in mind, folks. Come to that once you come to that realization, your life will probably be better. Um, mm. Anyway, Mikey, should we take a quick break so, so as we can, yeah. you know, uh, uh, just just take ownership of that new newfound self awareness of ours? Cool. Sounds good. See you in a minute. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Today, I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm JB Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward, inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it on. 
Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And we are back for part two of the Coin Bureau podcast uh guy how was your break it was lovely actually it was lovely i um yeah i had some i had some delicious fizzy water and uh stretched my legs and i feel great let's get back into these tweets yeah because i've i've had a little read of some of the the, <laughs> the next ones <laughs> and they are a bit they're a bit more wild to say the least yeah uh, yeah this one's from about a week ago um really short quite succinct Took my dad's savings and blew his retirement on a shitcoin. Yeah, yeah, Jesus, that's what I'd, I I I hope this one's not true because one, how did you get your dad's savings? Because that's I'm pretty sure if, if he wasn't aware, that's a crime. And two, on a shitcoin, like I if if you're this is this can't be real. I hope it's not real. I, if it's yeah. real, he's in real trouble. But yeah. All on one shitcoin? Come on. I mean, this this is what uh, 10, 11 words or something, and there is just there is so much in it because, yeah, like took. So I mean, does that mean did you did you steal them? Did your dad mm. give you to them? Um, my dad's savings, yeah, and and then blew his retirement on a shitcoin. One, so that mm. one shitcoin. So it didn't even diversify. It was just one shitcoin um yeah gosh it's it's hard really i mean again i hope this is i i hope to i hope to god this is uh, a, a fake one but i mean the, again there are so many like this on coin fashions um mm. that there must be you know i think there is is truth to a lot of them now i think this tells us oh this kind of treads over a lot of the um a lot of the lessons that we've talked about over the course of these podcasts haven't it is that you know don't invest more than you can afford to lose don't invest in shit coins diversify your portfolio and stuff but i i think Our study for his money before you take it <laughs> yeah or i think i think it goes even deeper than that really mike i think you know it's like for god's sake only invest your own money like don't go investing mm. other people's it's it that is that and this again this is a rule for life you know this is something that just doesn't just apply to crypto you know if if someone wants to invest their money if someone wants to invest their money in crypto you know whatever crypto it may be that is their decision but they have to do it like honestly i don't think any good ever comes from investing other people's money for them whether it's your family whether it's your friends you know, you're just, yeah, 
you're setting yourself up yeah. for for a fall. And when that money is their nest egg, you know, and, and again, there are so many tweets like this, you know, it's like people putting their savings in or their college funds or their nest eggs, but it's, it, you know, that's bad enough. But when it's someone else's savings, college funds or nest eggs, that is, yeah, that is just no. Yeah, I, I don't think that one's true. I think okay. uh, I think if if you if you did something unless that unless that ki- that person is just an absolute horror of a kid, do you know what I mean? Like uh, it's it, it, it you wouldn't be so if you'd done something so horrific you wouldn't be so blasé about it. You'd be you'd be you have to be remorseful. Interesting, interesting. I mean, yeah, it, it, that kind of assumes that they took the money. You know that they took it without permission. I mean, they could be well-intentioned but just a complete idiot do you think uh this this one is from uh the same person who was i'm a terrible trader just really really bad do you think it's the same person who's just just a, a flow of conscious on 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 uh coin fashion i feel i should clarify my earlier tweet yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quite I'm dad i'm a i'm a terrible trader i'm so sorry what do you mean son what do you mean you're a terrible trader? What does that mean? Uh, let's go with something new, something nice, something a good one. You read, read, okay. an, read, read me a nice one. All please. right. Okay. Well, this is one from uh, from middle of September. Now, this I think is almost certainly true. In 2015, I bought over 500 Bitcoin to buy multiple types of drugs on the dark web. Now that is that is true for. Well, for a number of reasons, Mikey, I can see that face you're making. Um, is it, let, let's just let's just quickly clear it up before we go any further. Is this you? No, <laughs> no. I was buying drugs the old school way in 2015. It was a bit later on that. Okay. Like, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Um, I did, yeah, and it wasn't. If if I, I I don't think I ever bought something like 500. I think I I, I got in just before that 2017 sort of spike or as it sort of spiked. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a story that resonates with a lot of people. I'm sure this, and they've gone, well, that was probably the most expensive, whatever line joint yeah. pill that you've ever taken. Uh, because uh, if you just kept onto those, but you know, that's, that's life, you know, that is what, life. If, what yeah, if i guess yeah and um again it throws up some interesting things because yeah i mean firstly so many people i've spoken to who were early to crypto this is a recurring theme it's like so what did you you know do you still have it it's like no guy i spent it on silk road you know that's that's mm. why i got it um just just to uh, you know just in case anyone was wondering as we record this bitcoin is kind of hovering around the 20k mark so that is 10 million dollars at today's prices um but um i it does make an interesting point as well uh, and this is something we touched on when we talked about the early days of bitcoin you know i think that it underlines the importance of the dark web of sites like silk road um for for bitcoin because for, you know for the adoption of bitcoin because i think there's a strong case to be made that bitcoin probably wouldn't have made it uh this far if it hadn't been for the dark web if it hadn't been for people you know getting it in order to get their hands on some some drugs i uh or yeah. or, or let's face it you know not just drugs all the other kind of um 
uh, naughty Illicit things, things yeah, can, yeah, illegal naughty things that you could buy and probably can still buy on the dark web. So um, it's it's a kind of it's a little bit of an uncomfortable part of of Bitcoin's history, isn't it? Because obviously since then it has evolved into so much more. But yeah. there's, there's kind of no getting away from the fact that for a time there wasn't really much use for it other than to buy weed on the dark net. And yeah, no, I mean it's yeah, it's it's uh, it's and the fact that people had such vast quantities of it and were just so frivolous with it yeah. obviously not knowing what lies around the corner not predicting the future and going okay call 500 bitcoin mm. like i can buy a pizza with that or yeah. i can i can get some man in in uh in some unknown location to post me uh some hash yeah, <laughs> yeah. or if i sit on it for 10 years i could buy a small island <laughs> Yeah, grow my own hash. <laughs> Have all the just, just call it Hash Island. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's one of these things, isn't it? I, it it's kind of it, it's silly to look back in that way because obviously, if we could predict the future like that, then we'd all be fantastically rich. Uh, but it's mm. I, I just find it so interesting. You know, I, it, it says so much about how far this industry has come and, you know, its origins and things like that, that we have to, you know, we have to accept it. It's uh, it can be it can be a bit uncomfortable for some people that this is kind of how it started or not how it started, but how it survived during a difficult period. It was a it was a it was possibly a catalyst for it sort of being more widely adopted. Uh, amongst people who probably aren't investing in it just for the technology. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also want to just raise a point on this. And as someone who basically got into crypto uh, in a similar way, um, it's also, but who has also been on a journey and understanding a lot more and doing these podcasts with yourself and, and, and understanding the, the community, the history, the stories about it is also, it's it, this, this kind of resonates with, uh, a lot of the people who um, were mining stuff originally, like where you could go to a page and it would just give you some, is the whole point of it is get it is is the mass adoption of it. It is getting it used. It is funding uh, or sort of uh, uh, making. It's it's basically uh, you know it's the catalyst for that economy of it. Getting it used, getting it adopted, getting it uh, moving is what is important. And if everyone went back and bought Bitcoin and just sat on it, it wouldn't be the same. It yeah. wouldn't be the same. It, people wouldn't want it. If you were, if everyone went back in time to 2012 or 2013, bought a lot of Bitcoin, sat on it, it probably wouldn't get to the heights that it is today because no one is using it. It, it wouldn't be what it is today. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's uh, yeah. If people had just if people had just sort of bought it to to speculate, then it would have just yeah. It wouldn't have been worth anything. It had to be proved to be yeah to have some to have some worth to have some utility in the first place. So yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's um it's that's just that's just how it got out into the world. Mm. Um, okay, let's uh, let's move on. This one from early September. Um, this was an interesting one. I thought I am a twenty-year-old Nigerian, made close to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars this bull run, invested two hundred thousand dollars in real estate and parents' business. Have forty k left over for the next bull run. Feels good. Um, 
I wish I'd taken a leaf out of this dude's book and uh, and sort of got out, but uh, and 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 sort of just put back in what I originally had. But you know what? Different people have different sort of uh, outlooks on it. Yeah, is um, is smart. Um, he's happy. He's playing it sensibly. Yeah, well done. I think we, yeah, absolutely. I think we've we've all got something to learn there from him. You know, don't be afraid to take profits. Also, don't be afraid to diversify as well. You know, a good investor mm. has a has a diverse portfolio of assets because you never quite know what's around the corner. Um, I hope this is the other the 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 other guy's brother. You know, the the one who took all his dad's money and put it into a shit coin. And this guy made 250K on the bull run, invested 200 into real estates and his parents' business. Sort like there's the two brothers, the two Nigerian brothers, one who's just the absolute black sheep, like crazy one who does all the bad stuff. And then this one who's constantly bailing his brother out of uh, out of, uh, of trouble. And, and at least the parents and the dad is 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 like well it's it's all right. And I like the, I like the idea that the dad is completely oblivious. <laughs> my my sons are both great, you know. My retirement money's still yeah. there. They could have so easily taken it and blown it. Um, I just yeah. wish they'd give me some back every now and again. <laughs> the extra fact they've both been just just taking in and out of his account all the time. Um, yeah, I also much pre I, I much prefer the idea. I, I like this guy for kind of investing in his parents' business. You know, so much, so many of the tweets that you see on crypto Twitter, they can be uh, they can be quite self-serving a lot of the time. It's like, oh, you know, mm. I, I, I I'm so I'm so blessed and so grateful that I got into crypto because I was able to give you know people this or give people that. It's like. Yeah, okay, you know, that that's that's well intentioned, but um I, I, I just admire the chap of this guy. It's like uh, the cut of this guy's jib, you know, it's like, no, I'm gonna invest in my parents' business. I wanna I wanna cut of that. Well, I mean, it all obviously depends on what business his parents are in. Do you know what I mean? So like if if they are gangsters uh, or human traffickers or something like that, then that's probably a bit frowned upon. But if it's a mum and pop shop and it's something like that, that's great. So it's always worth qualifying. Let's find out what the parents' business is because if it's, uh, you know, if it's a, uh, you know... It context <laughs> something context is everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, da my dad was wandering around with an old sawn-off shotgun. Now I've got him a couple of yeah. nines. He's, he's unstoppable. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. But let's hope it was. Let's hope it was a, a lovely, legitimate. Um, I'm sure it was. Like, he seems like fuzzy. a well. Uh, w no, that's that's a lovely thing to do. The, like you, you can't. You got to blame the parents. Uh, you uh, or, or you know, uh, give reward and, and praise to the parents when uh, these obviously been raised well. Yeah. By yeah a mafioso. <laughs> Just, yeah, a, I'm, just I'm a shame sure his good. brother was such a such a terrible <laughs> trader. <laughs> just. A, the, Okay. Uh, this one, I put I put fifty k into crypto back in two thousand seventeen, and now I'm at near zero. I could have bought a house for my mom, and instead I bought coins like Chizinu. It's really the dumbest timeline. Uh, you mentioned well, Jizcoin earlier, didn't you? It's um. It's, it's... I yeah I didn't realize it was a real thing. I didn't know Jiz Inu was a thing. Mm. I was I was just being stupid, um, but not as stupid as this guy. Uh, but hey, look, take take the lesson. No, he's lost it. I was going to say easy come, easy go, but like uh, it's not like the other guy who managed to. Yeah. Oh well. 
Yeah. Yeah. 50, God, 50K as well back in 2017, assuming that was, you know, assuming that was while it was before it really went crazy in that year, you know, that could have... Yeah, well, even if it was, even if it did really go crazy, you know, the the highs of Bitcoin in 2017 was what, 19, 20? Yeah. Wasn't it? Um, and then now... Well, yeah, 2017. He's back. It was, and now it's back when it's gone back there. Yeah. <laughs> back where it was. I wonder yeah. what Jazino's doing like. Yeah. We should, uh, uh, how's, how's that? See if you can see if we can get that up on the chart. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny as well, because you think, wow, he had 50K back then to put into it. It's... Uh, yeah, I mean, he's obviously not a very good trader. So no. how did he end up no. with all this money in the first place? That is something that always baffles me as well. When you hear, especially mm. when you hear of some real idiot who lost all this money, it's like, how did you get all that money in the first place? Like, why, why are so many really, really rich people so damn stupid? It's, um, mm. it's weird, but uh, I think it was... Um, uh, there's a there's an old saying: If you want to know what God thinks of uh, money, uh, look at the people He gives it to. Um, <laughs> anyhow, <laughs> anyhow, um, uh, just before we take another break, this one from mid-August. Uh, I invested slowly into crypto since 2016. Followed the hodl mantra and convinced my wife to buy a little. Oh, I don't like the way this is going. Over time, she got five ETH and some small things that turned into large things. I made over 200 ETH in 2021 and frittered it to nothing trading NFTs and microcaps. I have nothing. My wife has five ETH. She has never sold slash traded at all and has outperformed me significantly. Wow. Well, uh, what is a microcap, first of all? It's, I mean, it's kind of, it's a slightly more charitable term for a shitcoin. Well, not necessarily, like, okay. you know, an altcoin, <laughs> an altcoin with a very low market cap. Um, and obviously that ah, is okay. where you can, that is where you can find the, you know, the really big returns because they've got all this potential upside. Um, but it also makes them way more volatile. And, uh, you know, sometimes the fact that they have a low market cap, it, the, that's for a very good reason because they're a shitcoin. I don't know. It's uh, yeah, microcap altcoins. It can be um, it can be feast or it can be famine, and it's more often famine, I think. But uh, I, I do like the I do like the the fact that his his eminently sensible wife has just gone. No, nope, no, nope, I am going to stick with that. And she, yeah, she's 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 come out on top. I think I think the thing the lesson that we can take from that is if you know once you've once you've realized once you come to the realization that you're a bad trader just just do nothing you know sometimes nothing is the absolute best thing that you can do yeah yeah it's uh it's uh it's easier to just sort of let it happen slowly yeah yeah easier to just sit on your ass something mm. <laughs> lazy trader yeah something that i think has been a, a guiding principle throughout much of your life is that not is that yes. to say Yes, well, when when it comes to crypto, for sure, I don't have time. I do have time. I don't have. Uh, I, yeah, I just it's not my life. Yeah, it's uh, it's something I dip into and it's cool, but it's not. Um, I didn't know what a micro cap was. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, this is only like what the the fortieth episode of this podcast. <laughs> But uh, Listen, we're you're getting. Not, you're, you're not the first, and you're not the last who's going to try and make me learn. <laughs> 
there's there's dozens of of retired mentally yeah, mentally broken better teachers. better teachers have tried <laughs> <laughs> they've all failed it's too late um okay let's take one more break and then uh, and then finish off with a few more Today, I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to part three of this episode of the Coin Bureau podcast, when we are digging into the Coin Fashions uh, Twitter handle on Crypto Twitter, one of the uh, most informative and also yeah, just downright strange places uh, on all the Internet. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's have let's just have a look. We've got time just to have a look at a, a few more of these tweets and just kind of see what we can see, what lessons we can extract from them. Um, this one from the 14th of August, uh, 2022. In 2013, I won a $50 bet with a random guy online over some sports match. He sent me instructions on how to claim the money. They were weird and confusing, and I don't—I didn't know why he couldn't do something else to pay. 
thinking it was either a scam or he was broke, I let it go. It wasn't till it came to mind in 2019 that I realized he was trying to pay with Bitcoin. I, uh, I, do, I do remember one of the things, one of the, um, when I first discovered so Did he not get that money then? Yeah. Yeah, that, would, that, that $50 would, uh, would never have appeared. Um, having said that, you know, by 2013, I mean, this is the, the, the price of Bitcoin, I think, was That's very it, early. Yeah, it is early. But I mean, $50 would, you know, it would it would equate to a nice return. Now, it's not quite as bad as, oh, wow. you know, someone sort of turning down $10 million. Um, it's nothing close I, to that. I, no, how much was it in 2013? As I recall, it was in the kind of hundreds of dollars by that point. So, I mean, we're still talking, you know, we're still talking uh, an, an absolutely insane return, but it's it's not quite, you know, it's not like, oh, if only I'd claimed that $50, I could now be living on my own island made of gold. Yeah. But yeah. Um, what, um, what strikes, yeah. What, what stands out to me about it is I remember from, you know, from getting into Bitcoin when I did, which was kind of yeah, around kind of late 2013, early 2014, and there there was and i think for a lot of people there still does exist this kind of it, you know it's it is weird and confusing you're like what what's this what's this qr code business like what hang on what's what's this address that i have to send it to you know what, what what's what's going on with this exactly um so back in two i i have sympathy for this person i think probably you know they um uh they they i think they could be forgiven for that it's like well hang on a sec <laughs> Open a open a wallet. What's Bitcoin? <laughs> well, Bitcoin actually had quite a big like. It went from in January it was twenty dollars, first uh, of Jan two thousand thirteen, and then uh, around November December it was that classic Christmas pump. Yeah, uh, it went up to nine hundred and forty two. So, you know, if if it was sort of January February, it's a couple of Bitcoin. Yeah, not bad, but. Um, not bad yeah that's true that's true um but yeah it's uh, it's one of the it's another one of those that kind of dwells on the past doesn't it it's it sort of yeah. like if only i'd if only we'd known it's like well we didn't but um yeah it's it it does kind of bring to mind the fact that and this is kind of one of the reasons why why i do what i do and why we're doing this podcast is to try and try and demystify it a little bit try and you know put it in some context so as people can understand it so as you know when uh, so there isn't that kind of there isn't that kind of um uh you know people don't get worried and confused when you talk about it um and hopefully yeah. we can we can save people from similar fates um that's what we're here to do of course uh do you want to read out the next one sure um i work for a major newspaper company and i've written several anti-crypto articles two of which have gotten major attention and clicks i actually own a good stack of bitcoin five figs got to get the bag somehow well you are a fud dealer yeah uh and uh wait look listen i a lot of journalism these days is is kind of all just about getting clicks as opposed to uh, invest, investigative, investigative journalism yeah. or anything like that. You know, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's a bit of a uh, what was it? There was that. There's a Netflix documentary is that about some investigative journalism. Yeah, about a judge and um, uh, 
and a and a lawyer, uh, and basically there there was a, a, a the, the judges generally um, there was there was some 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 math numbers that didn't sort of stack up. The judges usually give forty uh, percent. Uh, sort of like uh, uh, judgments in in certain cases, or or grant things forty percent to, and that was generally the overall sort of um, uh, figure on it. And, and an investigative journalist um, saw that one judge was his his figures were at ninety nine percent, and um, they undercovered uh, uncovered that um, the there was a lawyer and a judge who was um, basically in cahoots and they were sending people to, to prison or something like that. It was like $500 um, million sort of scandal. Yeah, but it was, it's just, you know, investigative journalism like that is, is kind of a lot more rare these days, it yeah. seems. And it's all just uh, sort of selling adverts and, and getting clicks and, yeah. uh, and it's uh, no real news. Or I, la a lack of. Uh, yeah, I do hear a lot of stories from in from inside the kind of journalism industry, you know, the news industry, if if you like, and uh, I think there are a lot of you know a lot of journalists who are kind of quite depressed about it, really, because you know, you, you your success is now measured in clicks. You know, it's not about it's not about writing a, a, a brilliantly researched and brilliantly you know put together, brilliantly argued article anymore. It's about you know who gets the most clicks, and that swiftly becomes a race to the bottom. You know, it's it, it, it's it's a pretty swift descent from from trying to write something really well to just basically clickbait. Um, yeah, and I think you know crypto in crypto in the media crypto in the kind of mainstream media has been a kind of easy target in this respect because i think you know the word crypto or the word bitcoin or something in a headline is automatic clickbait for a lot of people and i think the the, the media has made uh, a lot of money really and got a lot of got a lot of engagement by you know by writing these kind of articles about crypto and, and generally sort of going to town on it some of them are some of them are fair criticisms but a lot of them aren't and a lot of them you know just keep kind of peddling the same old line and it gets pretty tired but obviously it still drives it still drives traffic and clicks and stuff so it stays in um yeah so yeah i guess you know anyone anyone reading that tweet should know that uh you know if you read something in the mainstream media it's not necessarily it's not necessarily true and of course the journalist behind it could just be writing it for clicks and and be sitting on a nice nice bag of uh <laughs> nice stack of old bitcoin yeah. yeah um do you want to read the next one sure uh so this is from 30th of july I bought the top of a shitcoin and tweeted about it. I got a lot of love from the community and continued to buy the countless dips along the way. But after being down over 80% of my investment, I started questioning the devs and was labeled as a paid fudder and was bullied to the point of depression by the same people that I thought was my crypto family. I will never be a part of a crypto cult ever again. Mm. That is, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't buy into the hype. Yeah, uh, and it's easy to do that, and it's easy to get caught up in it. And these people who are are just on Twitter may not be, they may not have your best interests at heart. They may yeah. just be, uh, you know, aiding the pump. 
yeah, because crypto communities are amazing things because they support the support they give to projects is incredible and can really help carry that project along and, and develop it and get the word out of about it and stuff. But on the other hand, they can be absolutely terrible as well. And they're never worse when, you know, they're just communities of shills, you know, paid, sometimes paid shills, but sometimes not, you know, sometimes just people who've got money in this and want to pump the price up. And yeah, these, you know, you get these, these, these Twitter accounts and these, uh, you know, all, all over social media, and it just becomes infested with these, yeah, with these kind of pump and dump groups and yeah, people who won't listen to reason. It's important, like you always say, do your own research, but it's also really important to try, like, because you can find whatever answers you want to find on the internet. If I want to go and say Guy Turner is actually a lizard person, mm -hmm. I'm sure I can find somewhere on the internet which will reinforce that, like, possibly true statement. So, mm -hmm. like, do your own research, but do the research that is kind of, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, it's fair, yeah. Like look at uh, it. Don't just block out stuff that you don't want to hear. Sometimes you're going to need to hear. Okay, cool. This isn't good. I should stop. Maybe question the sources and, and what I'm listening to here, and be a bit more cautious and a bit more tread a little bit more carefully, uh, and and you'll avoid getting uh, getting burnt. Yeah, confirmation bias they call it. You know, when you when you're when you're That's trying. You're trying to find something, and you know, you just you just filter out the stuff that that you want to hear. Yeah, exactly. And um, when it comes to when it comes to crypto and stuff, if you're ever if you're ever invested, or you know, if you're ever thinking of investing in something or, or, or whatever, and you have questions about it, if you go to if you go on to Twitter or or any of these other social channels, you know, Discord or Medium or whatever, and you ask some questions, you know, if you if you put them politely and you know not aggressively or anything like that and you ask questions if if the devs come back and give you proper answers then that is a good sign but if you get blocked or anything like that you know or ignored that is probably all the red flag you need um because any mm. crypto project worth its worth its salt any legit project will always try and answer questions address concerns you know all this sort of stuff so but there are just countless examples of this happening and yeah, devs going quiet or blocking people or or whatever. It's it's a it's a complete red flag. And ditto communities as well. You know, if 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 a coin or token has a really strong community behind it who just will not listen to any sort of criticism, that that mm. too is yeah. You should be worried. Also, when you're when you're speaking to someone or you're listening to someone, you do it a lot, which I think is admirable. Is when you are talking about a project, you do let people know if you are holding it, you know, just to, just so mm. everyone is aware and completely transparent, I hold a little bit of Jizz Inu or whatever. Mm. And, uh, and that may be uh, even um, uh, unconsciously biasing my, uh, my opinions on it. You know, it, it may or may not be that, but let people make their own decision about it and just be cool. Look, I hold yeah, 90% of this, this shit coin. Yeah. <laughs> by, by the way, I was in at the ICO on this. And yeah. <laughs> you buy is going to make me extremely wealthy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, there's, it's, it's, there's so much of this kind of stuff in, in, in crypto, unfortunately, but, um, yeah, it can be, it can be depressing to see, to look at some of these groups and these people who are just, you know, deluding themselves and, um, 
yeah, kind of really, you know, turn really nasty and stuff. It's uh, yeah, this this person's right. I'll never be a part of a crypto cult ever again. If you ever do realize, if you ever sort of think, hang on a sec, am I in a cult? Then you're in a cult and you should leave. <laughs> if you if you ever if you ever ask yourself the question, just good rule for life, isn't it? If you if you ever in a, a room with hundreds of people dressed in the same white colored robe, all with a glass of Kool Aid, and you ask yourself, "Am I in a cult?" Probably. The answer, the answer is almost certainly yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Okay, I think we've got this time. next one. Yeah, yeah, we got time for two more. You, you read, you read this next one out. Uh, <laughs> I got a tattoo of a project. It rugged. Uh, <laughs> now this is something that's I've seen other people. Like I used to do a club night. Yeah. I used to do a club night called regression sessions, and we've had people who come to the. This is just some random club night that you know it was. It was fairly big, and I've had people come up to me and show me their regression sessions tattoo, and I'm like, what? are you doing it is a club night it's it's not i i mean but some people have a different you know some people get tattoos for jokes some people you know it's it does it, it's 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 a different meaning to different people mm. uh, and i hope this guy was forced into uh, the regression sessions camp here with a tattoo project that of a project that rugged and it's, hey look listen it's a funny story yeah yeah, it's it's kind of like getting a, a, a girlfriend's name tattooed on you. <laughs> you find out she's uh, she's she's uh, not the one. Yeah, I mean, again, we're we're kind of we're straying into sort of rules for life territory as well. It's not just rules for crypto, is it? But I think you know, a good rule for life is like, don't get a crypto thing tattooed. You know, don't get a club night tattoo. Don't get a girlfriend's name tattooed and thing like that. You know, it's... don't get any sort of facial tattoo. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I mean, because they're they're hard to get off, and people will judge you. Yeah, especially me. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, I got a tattoo of a project. It rugged. Yeah, it's just, just, just don't go there. Don't get a tattoo. If it's a cool logo, at least that's fine. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Well, if it's, yeah. if it's if it, you know, Ethereum's quite a cool, just abstract sort of little shape. Do you know what I mean? Bitcoin, yeah. I wouldn't want that, but something a bit more simple and yeah, fine. Okay, well, I mean, people people have got to do what they got to do. It's it's their bodies, isn't it? it? It that that tweet does put me in mind of. Um, I think it was it, it wasn't a tattoo, although I think this happens when you know football supporters get their, their favorite players' names tattooed. And then that player promptly leaves for another club. <laughs> yeah, but I or, think... or when as you get the someone typed uh, got the tattoo of England Euro twenty twenty winners or something like that, and then we lost in the final, uh, and it's that's there forever. It's like you just could have waited twenty four hours, and yeah, mm. I think. Uh, and there's also the one um, I think the, I think at Newcastle wasn't there? What didn't someone didn't uh, a Geordie fella? Uh, call their son Cole only for um, Andy Cole to leave for Man United two days later. Oh, no, he named it after after the the uh, carbon fuel. That oh, was, oh uh, right, okay. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, which had which had vanished from the area <laughs> ten years <laughs> previously. <laughs> 
Okay, so just time for one more. This is from the 5th of July, uh, 2022. I had an amazing family and literally had it made in life. Then I discovered Bitcoin, dear, and became overwhelmed with greed and ultimately lost everything I had trying to obtain more. Wish I had never discovered crypto. Guy, we're doing this episode to cheer me up. I know, I know. We're doing this episode to cheer me up so I can leave this, you know, our, 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 our chat once a week and I'm going to be happy. And and you, you leave us on this. <laughs> I lost my, I've lost everything I love uh, trying to obtain more. I wish I'd never discovered crypto. What are you doing? I think, I just think, Mikey, that it's a very important lesson to learn because as I said, as I said at the beginning of the episode, like Coinfessions is amazing, but there are, you know, the, there are some funny ones. There are some very truthful ones. There are also some really damn bleak ones out there. And I think it's important to acknowledge that. And I think this is like the, probably the most important lesson that we can that we can take from this whole episode from all these experiences that people have had in crypto like crypto is amazing and it has made a lot of people very wealthy it has changed a lot of people's lives for the better um but it is not the be all and end all it can be it can be a destructive force if you let it and i think it's really important for people to remember that the really important things in life are things like you know our family our friends you know crypto is crypto is amazing but it should it should never come before your family before your friends before taking you know the things that are really important um and you know but it is possible uh, to have it both, but people do get overtaken by greed. They do get obsessed by the idea of having more and more and more. It's like, for one thing, remember what's really important, and for another, you know, you have to, you have to have limits. You have to be, you know, don't let greed consume you because then crypto isn't so cool. You know, it's uh, remember what's really important in life. Yeah, I think that's, okay, fine. That's a nice way to end it. Yeah, good. I hope this guy finds a new family. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I hope he uh, I hope he managed to patch things up with his family and and kind of get back to yeah get back to the good things that he had. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's very true, folks. You know, uh, don't um, don't let the bad things in life take you over. Anyhow, so I think there were some. <laughs> I think there were some There's sobering some lessons there. there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great uh, it's a great channel, Coinfessions. Uh, I'm a big fan of it, and yeah, I think it's uh, it, it is actually I think a really important part of your crypto journey because it's the sort of thing that you should just check in with every now and again for a dose of reality. You know, when when crypto is starting to take over your life, just just step back, look at Coinfessions, and don't make the same mistakes that those people did. Sounds good. I think it's good. Yeah, it's, it is a little uh, a sobering uh, uh, like snapshot of of other people's experiences. So I think yeah. it's uh, yeah. I, I'm going to follow it. I'll give it a little follow. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, let's. Should we leave it there for this week? I think. Uh, yeah, I think we've given. I think we've probably freaked enough people out with some of the uh, some of the goings on in crypto for for one week. Um, we will uh, be back next week, I hope. Again, I've 
I've no real idea what we're going to talk about, but we'll we'll figure something out. I might try. Uh, there's a couple of guests I'm hoping to bring on again. I've really enjoyed having uh, guests on the podcast before, so um, I'm kind of making you know putting feelers out to get a, a few people on. Why don't you speak to old CZ? See yeah. if uh, we can get him on, and uh, I can ask him about what he fritters his money away on. Okay. And if he will lend me a million million pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Don't yeah. tell him that. Don't tell him that till he's on. Obviously. And then we'll ambush him. Yeah. Okay. And see if he's uh, maybe see if any of these uh, coin fashions people are him. <laughs> are him. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Mike, it's been great to see you again. Um, and yeah, I'll check in with you. Uh, check in with you again in a week's time. Sounds good, man. Cheers. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Coin Bureau podcast. If you'd like to learn more about cryptocurrency, you can visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash Coin Bureau. You can also go to coinbureau.com for loads more information about all things crypto. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Coin Bureau, all one word. And I'm also active on TikTok and Instagram as well. Uh, first of all, uh, it's not thank you for listening. You're welcome for great content. Yeah, like this is free. And they're learning about a fairly great topic in a non-boring way. If you'd like to visit me and hear more about me, go to Moochabout, M-O-O-C-H-A-B-O-U-T, or else. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Coin Bureau podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. 
Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.